0: Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We'll do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to carve out a safe place here. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to use uh, wings of pointlessness, uh, senseless nonsense, uh, creaky uh, tones tones on the creaky side of Dulcet uh, to distract you from whatever it is that's got you up tossing and turning, whether it's your body, your mind, the past or the future... Or just something you're feeling right now in the present. I want to take your mind off of that. And the the, the best way I know how is to just make an intro that seems to go on. It gives you, it's like opportunity one to say, well, it's this intro. It feels more like a Bortro. And I would say, well, I said that's not quite. Uh, usually, I try to. I wouldn't use something that that boring. And you might say this is an intro. And I said, well, you know, it's a kind of uh, introduction to the podcast. I'm going to, you know, talk about how the podcast works for a little bit. Maybe talk about why I do the podcast tonight and kind of welcome in. Like I said, I'm trying to create a safe place where not only you feel welcome, uh, but all the other stuff that's going on. I want to. I want to bring all that attention in too. I know. For me, I'm an overthinker and a, a worrier and I have a lot of anxiety. You know, people tell me I have neuroses, uh, but then I, well, I say, well, I'd pretty, I, I'd rather be delusional about those if you don't mind. And then people say, no, 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 we find them, you know. So uh, I call them brain bots. I just say, well, it's just general, you know, hey, doc, you know, save, save the cures for, for someone that wants to be healthy. You know, I, I'll just call them brain bots and, you know. You could still bill me because I got to you know j- talk to my insurance company. Ah, uh, but no, I'm kidding. I mean, but I do. I'm not kidding about the brain. But I say, I, now for you, it might be pain bots. It might be no, you know, noisy neighbors, or you might be someplace unfamiliar. Whatever it is. Like I said, I want to. I want to make you feel at ease and as welcome. I mean, this is a strange, uh, strange relationship. I'm asking you to enter into. But I'll tell you the good news in one second. Because, uh, you know, that might be too strong a word. And, you know, but but it, I also want to bring in the rest of you parts that are maybe worried or protective or just looking for certainty in the deep, dark night. That's what I find. That's where most of my mistakes come from. I say, geez, if I could just have some certainty here. I mean, I guess I don't realize I'm acting that way. So, you know, the consequences have already. And I said, well, how can you be, be, you know, be sure certain the bridges burned? You know, I just got to make sure the bridges are burned all the way down. And I'm certain, you know, Uh, you know, I I just wish when I was doing it that, you know, thinking was that clear, which, you know, what do you, you live and you learn? And I don't know, pithy sayings like that. Those are the kind of things that echo through your head at bedtime. And I guess mistakenly, it's my job to kind of take your mind away from all those pithy sayings you know that, you know 110% i think that's maybe one of the top phrases when you lie down it says hey this is a, if you just give it 110% tomorrow uh you know maximum efficiency all everything you know you know what, that would, everything will be fixed or you know they say stuff like well if you didn't do this this and this in the past which is impossible to change you know we wouldn't be in this mess and sorry, I gotta call it a mess, I'm just trying to be helpful. And you say well wait wait, are you talking about what I do with my Tonka trucks? Because what I do with my Tonka trucks, I'm trying to go to bed here. I got a conference call tomorrow and I'm worried about that, not about the Tonka trucks. Is that what you're shaming me about? And this is now this is my intervention here where I come in and I kinda try to start distracting. Because uh, then your brain might like, he knows we're talking about the Tonka trucks, it's not working. And I say, hey, you guys talking about Billy's Tonka trucks, what he did with them when he was a little kid? Hey, come on over here. And I say said, that a great idea to kind of use those, because that was really impactful. For me, it was Lincoln Logs, believe it or not. And actually, believe it or not, it wasn't even the Lincoln Logs, it was a Lincoln Log container. And I guess this is going to become a personal, you know, a little personal Metaphor, a metaphor based on personal experience to try to explain the podcast, which is another technique I use, kind of called, you know, connecting the dots, but not in numerical order. You say, well, that was supposed to be a pigeon. Uh, What's with with all the jagged lines? And I say, well, excuse me, uh, you know, I'm using a different metaphor right now, and I, I think I almost forgot it. Uh, but hey, you, you you all you brain bats and pain bats, come in here. I gotta tell I gotta tell you a little story. But you know you know embarrassing story. Because uh, I know you're worried about all those tanker truck toys and all that. But you wouldn't believe how big time I screwed up on the night of a Big Bugs Bunny uh, cartoon special with the not the Lincoln Logs, which were a toy. Uh, probably my grandparents played with. I don't know if we actually had any Lincoln Logs. But we had an empty Lincoln Log container. Uh, Because I remember I got curious. They said, I wonder if this Lincoln Log container could hold water. And, you know, when I have a bad idea, I usually like to rope one of my siblings into it. So I think I wrote my brother Carl into it. And I I don't know how I proposed it to him. I said, hey, what if we fill up all of the containers for our toys with water and see which of them can hold water and which of them can't? And it turns out, at least from a parent's perspective, that's a terrible, a terrible experiment to conduct. And whether you conduct it on the tile uh, floor in your bedroom or the carpet in the in the connecting room, there's really no, you know, scientific method in water and parents. And I guess well, it was just curious. I guess I didn't have the uh, the vocabulary to say yeah, it was just curious. And so my poor parents came down to check in us, maybe let us know that it was dinner time. And I think whichever the first parent arrived, they kind of just short-circuited. And they saw about—now, I think they use this later in a movie, but this uh, but this wasn't a movie. And they, they saw these containers of various sizes, most made of cardboard, which, you know, you say, geez, well, they never taught me that in school, that cardboard would deteriorate. It's not meant to hold water, uh, so I think the first parent, which maybe was my mom, or I don't know, you know, just came down, looked at it, and then went upstairs and said, "Okay, you better go down there because I can't handle this." And then the next parent went down, and then their mind was also blown, and then they said, "Okay, well, there's no not going to be any uh, Bugs Bunny as uh, a holiday special or whatever we were waiting to do." And it just also happened to be one of those nights in the summer or something when the sun was still out, and and, and it, I, I don't remember cleaning. I guess what you know probably just grab. They said, "Hey, you'll have to clean this up," and then maybe we wait. You know, dumped the containers into the tub, and then waited, and then said, "Okay, let's grab all the clean towels. That'll get it really. That'll sop up the rest of the water and things." But you know, you know eventually we went to bed and, and I guess, you know, I'm glad I got all your brain bites attention because I don't know if you can see the moral of the story it was these kids were just curious. And the one poor younger brother kind of got, and I said, well, if they, you know, maybe, maybe you brain bites instead of thinking about the past and whatever Billy did with the stack of trucks or what little Andy did with cardboard tubes that aren't meant to hold water. You know, it could have been a budding scientist. I don't know if I had the, you know, gray matter for science, uh, but I could be an experiment, pin, you know, pitch experiments to scientists. Well, geez, you know, why don't you fill Can't you fill everything in the lab with water and see what happens? And then, well, actually I did, and the scientists, you know, they always sigh. Uh, but that's, you know, so, so that's what I see. These kids were just playing around. Uh, whatever Billy was doing with those Tonka trucks, it's way in the past. And as a matter of fact, these Lincoln logs and Tonka trucks and cardboard tubes, you know, most of that stuff, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's, not, it's the past for a lot of people. So some people don't barely remember it or don't know what it is. And I realize all, all you're trying to do is help Billy and protect him. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I got this special skill. It's a, I, I call it a... Uh, sometimes I call it a relationship for your human, but your human can just, they don't, and all of you wonderful brain bots, none of you have to pay attention to me. Now, I'm going to do my best to keep you brain bots so entertained because uh, not only will I be telling something similar to a story, but, i you know, I'm not too good at it. So you can keep an eye on me and maybe you could all sit together. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're already doing it. Wow. Yeah. Just sit right there. And keep your eyes on me, uh, cause I'm like one of those magicians where you're like, is he really inept magician, or is that part of his routine? And he said, well, this isn't bad. Either way, it's not bad. And your human will be the kind of the parent in the back. I mean, and I know you do the real parenting. Let's be honest. I know. I know brain bots. But the deal for the relationship with with them is they can just kick back, and I'll be here, kind of keep keeping you all entertained. And but they can kind of listen to my, you know. M- magical routine and i know we can all do it in air quotes rain bots of course you know uh that i don't know you know but you're human i'll be like well this kind of but they'll also kind of be able to drift away in in into a detached place and, and ideally they'll fall asleep and you know we'll all be here and, and i'll be kind of going on the whole time for all of you How, how's that sound Okay, great. I, you know, I have some of those handkerchief things and a plastic thumb to stick them in somewhere. I got to go through my bag. Let me just check in with your uh, human first here. I well, hey, human being and Billy, the, those tanker trucks, I don't know what you did with them, so don't worry. And totally, if I did know, it, nothing to worry about. So everybody, you know, it's just, time. you know, don't worry about it. It was in the past. But how's that sound to you, humans? I'm going to kind of tell a story. You can kind of listen to it. I'll try to keep all the other parts you kind of engaged because, you know, you get, you get excited about it. I say, hey, well, come on in. Come on in. Join the uh, safe place here in the deep, dark nights. And that's the deal. I'll go on for about 45, 50 more minutes. You can tune in. If you get up to go to the bathroom, you can turn the podcast on. You can put a sleep timer on. You could set a playlist and listen to a, m- a bunch of them back to back, whatever works for you. And I know this is a strange show. It's a strange idea. A little different a sensibility that doesn't fit everybody. But if you're here and you're with me this far, maybe I've distracted you. Maybe I've gotten your mind off of stuff. Maybe I've elicited a giggle. More likely I've, you know, I've you know, elicited a puzz- puzzled or quizzical look, you know, or just, you know, your eyes did that thing. Like, hmm. But that's what I'm going to do. I want to help you fall asleep and take your mind off stuff. And I'm glad you're here. I hope you try this a couple of times to see if it works for you. If it doesn't, you can email me. I I could try to find something else to help you find something else. Uh, But mostly, I really respect the fact that you said, hey, let me try this out to go to sleep. Let me give this a little test run. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. And I really hope and yearn that I can help you fall asleep. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website, the show notes and stuff. You can email me feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. we got a Facebook page, Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, we've got, uh, I want to thank Chris Bosi-Bosterson from Sounds Like an Earful. He edits the shows. He does our music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. And we have a Facebook group, com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank Rachel L to the G, lie to Lie, Julie C, Jennifer B, Alexandra and Laura, who nod right over there. And I think that's it for the actual show stuff. Hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to carve out a safe place here or smooth it down. Uh, pillow it softly, as I said in the starter part. And I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. And, and the whole goal of the safe place in the voice is to take your mind off whatever's been keeping you up. Uh, whether it's stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're feeling physically, stuff you're feeling are affecting you emotionally maybe you just don't know. That's been my last few times. I said, well, I don't even know. Uh, So whether it's senseless, sensible, or incomprehensible, I'm going to try to distract you from whatever it is. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, uh, pointless meanders, a whole lot of nonsense. You know, I I would take anything, you know, if anybody learned anything in debate club, I I don't think I was, uh, I think maybe I... I think I did sign up, and then they said, you know, I didn't even make the alternates list. I think I did audition for Debate Club one time. They had it through FBLA, which if anybody's listening to that episode, you know how my future business, you know, how that went. Uh, Not good. You know, I'll fill fill it in for you. Not good. Somehow my membership in the high school FBLA caused me to be impeached in the Model United Nations in college, but you know, in some countries, that would qualify you to run for president. I'm not saying, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not saying anything specific. But uh, but what was my point? So, so any, like, do, I guess I'm going to take... uh am <laughs> stuck now. Uh, would you believe it? I just, I don't even know how I tried to go into a debate club metaphor. And I just had to stop recording because I was kind of cracking up. Because uh, I just, it just, it just literally... I said, OK, that's a, a, my voice. Said, hey, just debate club. And I was picturing some people debating. And I said, well, that's a contrast. I guess maybe I can I can pull this out. Maybe I said, well, that's a contrast to the podcast, because usually a debate, you should be eloquent. You should be you should get to the point. Uh, you should be precise in your use of the words of the English language. It, hel- it helps to use power words, you know, or, you know, you could have a, a, a different debate style. You know, but but it helps to have a grasp of the English language, I guess, instead of a loose uh, reimagining of it. I think that's what the uh, there's this blogger, uh, Strunk, Strunk and White, blog, you know, Strunk and White fan cast, I think it was. And they said uh, they forgot what they said about me, but obviously it didn't, you know, but I said, Well they said it all you know, any coverage is good coverage. And I said, can I, ha-, you know, can I come on the show, you know, to defend? And I, and I said, well, no, I said, never mind. That, that wouldn't be. I said, you probably. They said, did you listen to the one where I was talking about Strunk and White? And they said, no, no, no. You were talking about Strunk and White. We just listened to another episode. And I think they called it. Actually, I left this. They had a colon number because they called it the elements of unstyled or misstyled. And then I called in, I talked about the movie, the original Teen Wolf. And I said, that's my, one of my childhood heroes was Styles from the original Teen Wolf. And then I was like, I wonder what happened to that actor, because I liked the cut of his style. And then I talked about my hair for a while, because I said, you know, my hair's never been able to be styled. You wouldn't believe it. And then I talked. to him. Of course, that led into me. Talk. He said, "They said, you know." And they said, "Well, it's just, is this a, is this the debate hotline?" And I had already forgotten that it was the uh, Strunk and White fan cast call-in line. So then I started talking about Eddie Snowden's hair and how I said, "You know, I think me and Eddie Snowden have the same hair genes, you know, the same genomes, or at least close, like he, Eddie's hair." may have a tight, like, like his might just be, like, it's not as precisely straight as my hair. And I know all the, you know, Northern Europeans that listen to this podcast know, you know, they've probably seen my hair in the different vaults, you know, where all the great weight weights and measures are stored over there. They said this is the straightest, you know, they said, you know, mathematically there's no atoms that are more straight than my hair. And I said, also, unfortunately, they're very thin, you know. So it looks. I said, you know, and then that's when the message ran out. So and then I hung up because I said, okay, should I call back? And I said, wait, well, you no, know, I was in the middle of a podcast intro, making a debate metaphor, and somehow I got to, and somehow I made a call into the Strunk and Way Fan Cast, and I said, it's interesting. Then I call, I call back. And I said, it was interesting, you guys, so you're fans of Strunk and White, you're not fans of me. And I I said, oh, it's a message, oh boy. And I said, and I started thinking, I said, all right, I gotta go. And I said, Strunk and White. I said, you guys thought about starting a Funk and Wangle? wangle? I said, I can't even say that. Were you guys believe that? What would Strunk and White say about Funk and Wagnalls? You know, Strunk and Funk. You know, that's, that, I said, that's a little too on the uh, nose. No, you're right. You're right, fan cast. They said Strunk and Wagnalls. Didn't they t- t- tour with uh, Waylon Jennings for a while? Or was that his backup band, Strunk and Wagnalls? And then, so Strunk and Wagnalls, we could get those two. And Funk and White. They said, well, White and Funk. White, Funk and White. Uh, Strunk and Funk, but I say Funk and Wagnalls. Oh, I'm positive, Strunk and Wagnalls. I think I saw them at a county fair once, and they were pretty good. Uh, but anyway, I got to hang up because I got to get back. But if you do start a Funk and Wagnos fan cast, I have a couple episodes I talked about it before. And, you know, that was one of the collections I never started, was, you know, completing, helping my family complete the Funk and Wagnalls, you know, the ones we started we may have had them at different times uh, but anyway all right I gotta go so I hung up then and i now I'm back for this uh, power of editing would you believe that the power of podcast editing so I think I was saying that you know unlike a debate club kind of I kind of go on these random tangents and it's just kind of stuff they say well Jesus why I said why did it, why why wouldn't the fans of uh, elements of style like me and I said okay I guess that's that's a debate not we don't even need to have it of course they're not, you know. And I say, okay, that's fine. But that's not really debate, you know, that's not debate material. Maybe that's what they said when I asked if I could be in. the They said, well, you're not debate material. And I took it the wrong way. You know, I took it personally or, or on an esteem level instead of saying, you know, every once in a while when it's, someone says that, they're actually correct. You know, I say, well, uh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe I shouldn't be fantasizing through Math, science, English, or about the debate club and writing debate fan fiction. You know, maybe that, maybe my grades would have been better if I said, you know, you're right. I should just give up on my dreams of being a master debater. But, but, but the thing about it is, like, that would have been the time in the middle of the day, you know, or maybe a little more discernment. Be like, tell me more, teach. You don't think I, you know, I'm not debate material. Let me inquire. Uh, you know, with a little gusto. And then they said, well, now you de gusto and debate go together. Uh, I guess where I'm going with this is at bedtime, it's not really a good time for debating, not really a good time for, you know, laying down the truths about people. You say, like, a lot of parts of your brain and maybe your body, maybe your feelings are going to try to tell you stuff at bedtime. Uh, but they're going to make, like, these global uh, statements about you. Like, like, and they'll grab onto that. You you might be 28 years old and they'll say, remember when they said you're not debate club material or whatever, you know, insert your, whatever, if that's an adjective or an adverb or a noun, insert that there. I guess debate club material, debate club is probably a noun. Debate club material, you say that's a noun. If it's like the stuff you bring to a debate club, like the uh, podium, the gavel the debaters the, the debate actually that would be a noun too what, what are we going to debate about uh so that that's uh so i don't know i got I, I fell right into that i think this fan cast set me up there i fell right into an old sh- shrunken white uh a booby trap there uh where they, they led me down a linguistic road of confusion actually that might have been one of their albums uh uh, what was it? Funk and Wagnalls? No, no. Wagnalls and Strunk. Strunk and Funk? I don't know. Anyway, but the thing is, if you lie down in bed and you kind of feel that it's coming up, like you're not. if you would have been debate material back then, you know, think of how your life would be now. And they, those parts, they're kind of, they, they want to help you. They said, well, if we could just, you know, distill this shame about Debate Club into some sort of concentrate, Uh, It'll help tomorrow go so much better. We just got to make you drink it. It's terribly, you know, concentrated misery from your past and has no uh, bearing. But we wanted to have this global meaning about you in the present past and future. And meanwhile, you're like, well, I put on my favorite pajamas here and I have clean sheets and I got a cross breeze going. You know, I just want to go to sleep. I, I really I'm over debate club, you know. You know, I, 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 don't think, I, think, I, don't, I don't think I actually wanted to be in it. Uh, so my job, I guess, in this long-winded manner is to take your mind off all that stuff. Now, I don't know if this little journey I took you on, it was a pretzel-like journey or something not resembling a pretzel, like a pretzel on another planet, you know, with way more pretzelization. Uh, But, you know, I I, I take that and, you know, I kind of mix it. You say, I'm done with the Rubik's Cube. I remix the Rubik's Cube, you know. And you say, okay, well, I'm not going to work on it now. And I say, great, that's what I'm here for. And you say, well, why'd you stick in that Rubik's Cube thing at the end? Because that just kind of, well, okay, don't, 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 please don't self criticize me. I'm in the middle of this intro. And I already got the Funkin' Wagnalls fan cast on my case. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do here. It's a, it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit goofy or nonsensical. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Unfortunately, this is this is the material to my, they would say. I mean, this is why I'm not debating material. I say, to get to a point about this is the podcast that puts you to sleep. This is the uh, you know, manner. Well, so let me lay out my argument. Maybe I did do it one time and everybody did fall asleep and I just, you know, don't remember it. Uh, but the thing is, I think a lot of those parts of your brain, are kind of like miniature debaters. But as soon as you give them a little little, little uh, attention, if I do that, and believe me, I'll be here for the next 45 minutes trying to entertain those parts of you. But you, you can tune out anytime. I'll be here and you could, my voice will be kind of vibrating in your eardrums. But you can slip off into dream, you know, dreams or sleep or kick back or giggle at my, you know, ineptitude. That's all cool, man, because uh, that's, that's what I'm doing. I say, hey, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to try to get you to sleep. I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. I've been in the deep, dark night, so that's why I can send my voice across it. I know what it's like to lie there and even get bored with staring at the ceiling and say, okay, so... You know, I just want to help you out. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. Give it a couple of tries. I hope it works for you, whether just uh take your mind off of stuff or put you right to sleep. Uh, but give yourself some credit for stopping by because it's, it's a, if you, especially if you made it through this 14 or 12 minutes or whatever I've been, you know, yammering for, you know, you're taking a step to help yourself fall asleep. Maybe it's not the right step, but I hope it is. So thanks for stopping by. And I really hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? All right, Housekeeping we're on web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can find older episodes on our website. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback, at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson who edited this episode and does our music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. We have a Facebook group at com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And that is moderated, a.k.a. moderated by Alexandra, Laura, Lydalai, Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., and Jennifer B. And I want to thank everybody for supporting the podcast through Patreon and PayPal. That's a huge help at com slash donate. Thanks. Okay, hey, let's get out of the show. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, What I'm going to do is create a safe place. Where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's a racing brain, to-do lists, uh, feelings, noise, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night, and I'm going to use world building and exposition, uh, dialogue, you know, where people just talk talking about stuff. Uh, but but I'm also gonna use a little bit of humor, something that's somewhat interesting uh, to try to distract you, but not over engage you. That way, instead of thinking about whatever it is, or just the 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 rigmarole of of wondering and thinking about sleep, you can listen to me and I'm gonna kind of drone on here. I'll go on for for a tangent on this intro, and then we'll go into the episode. You know, it'll take me a while to get anywhere. Points might not come to total conclusions, but but I kind of want to use a lighthearted, fun approach. If this is your first few times here, welcome. This podcast is a bit different than other podcasts uh, one daytime podcasts that are meant to kind of entertain or inform you, or other sleep stuff, because uh, this is just a, it's the odd version. You know, it would be at, at a grocery, you say, well, the, what's that grocery store that sells the off-brands? So that's where they keep Scooter's podcasts, you know. He's not one of those, you know, I'm an off-brand podcasts. And I actually know I'm more of an odd brand. Like when I used to get my clothes, I don't know if they do this anymore. But, I mean, I know it's been talked about in probably this show and other stuff. Uh, but when it comes to sizing, I'm in the irregular sizing of podcasts. And that's what most of my clothes growing up were, but I could never tell. Like I, I have an, a regular size in my body, so I was like, oh, wish so that makes perfect sense for me. I guess I didn't realize that till I was an adult, you know. And you probably wouldn't realize it when you first see me, uh, or you know. But it's like I, I'm 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 long in the trunk, like my trunk, my abdomen. Uh, is, is the wrong size for my body type. It's tough to notice, except, you know, it causes clumsiness. Or at least I say to myself, that's why I'm clumsy. Well, you know, my rest of my body doesn't fit my abdomen. And even my doctor says, uh, you know, nurse, can you call in somebody from the other department? We need a consult again. And they say, no, 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 doc, measure my abdomen. just Just my abdomen, not the whole thing. And he says, well, we need to talk about these other results. And I say, is that from the a- abdomen scan? And I said, I said do-, do you know of any humans that have been born with a thorax, doctor? And I said, because I think I'm more, I think I may have a thorax. You know, human. I'm human. Uh, and, you know, luckily he'll quote, like, uh, bones or whatever and say I'm a doctor, Jim, or something and then I won't. I said, "Okay, great." So, we're on, so I do. Can you mark that down? Uh, thorax. I said, that I at my permanent record." You know, he said a lot of the other stuff I don't want in there, but the thorax. So that's the thing. You you stumbled across a podcast, a thoracic podcaster. Huh, that's another. I, I mean, I'm getting a lot of good blue sky book ideas. I don't know. That's more of a. I don't know the thoracic podcaster. Doesn't that sounds like a contemplative tome? It's, it's it's like Kafka, but you know, boring and not not a uh, not like you know, it's it's not Kafka esque. And it's, but he, he he just it's more of an intro where he was supposed to talk about one thing. He was supposed to describe how the podcast works. And then as scooters loath to do, he kind of made it. He's you know his little. Uh, he, he, he's a narcissistic metaphorist with a thor- thorax issue. And I say, well, that's a judgmental. Holy moly! What are you, who are you? I I'm, mean, I'm inside you, are you in my? You're not. But you're not part of my thorax, clearly. But you know, most podcasters, I most podcasters are. They also are in the regular clothing category. But they probably don't have, you know, they probably don't have a thorax. I'm trying to think anybody off the top of my head. Uh, I don't know. You don't really see many podcasters without their clothes on either. i trying to think, who's got a thorax? I'd say Marin does, but I don't know. That's just because I like him. I'd say, me, me and you got thoraxes, buddy. Or, How about it, you know? But, yeah, the talk about botching a potential... The the one part that could have been funny is if I could have picked out one and been like, well, that, you know, that's a thoraxy podcaster. But yeah, I got nothing. I I mean, I guess I'm, I'm all by myself, all by my lonesome. Just me and my thorax. What did I say, the thoracic podcaster? So that's what the podcast is. I mean, I, I'm sure maybe one part of your brain was like, huh, what, is a, what would a human thorax look like? Exa- I'd say, I'll tell you, I'll describe it for you. Uh, exactly like a, a human body, but just elongated. I have the same, but it's, you know, more thoraxy. And I say, okay, never mind. I, I got to get off this, but that word just keeps, every time I try to move away, this is how the Pointless Meanders work. And this one's, and there's different types. This is the stuck in the mud one. And I think it's I think it happened on in another intro. And I'm trying to change gears here. And then every time I say, okay, brain, you are ready to come up with another thing? It says "dorax," And you say, no, 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 not dorax." I guess that's a kind of a sound your car would make when it's stuck. Thorax, thorax, thorax. Uh, but anyway, the goal of the podcast is to take your mind off of whatever it is. Or maybe you say, geez, well, at least I don't have that, you know, or at least I'm not fixated on that. So, I, I, I don't know. It's, and I guess I, I was trying to make a metaphor out of shopping for regular size clothing. but you know, it, it, you know, <laughs> but, but, but I'm still unable to, but to pull that together. It's like, talk about a setup that for this podcast that should be easy to pull a, the intro together. OK, let's just talk. Here was my game plan as I went into it. I didn't even sit down thinking about it, uh, but I don't know how the regular clothing came up. But as soon as I said that, I said, OK, uh, this is kind of how I'm, I'm like I'm t- narrating the podcast like four seconds before it's my mouse, But it still has to go through my brain. So I said, OK, we'll go. Rem- I said, just start remembering being at, uh, I don't know if they called it TJ Maxx. Mar- I think we had Marshalls. Or was it the other one? Ross and TJ Maxx. Those are the three stores. I don't know what the one in uh, Syracuse, New York was. And I said, okay, you could talk about that. And then you could probably pull that together. And then I, I went, it's like my brain actually dove into the irregular clothing bin or the rack, you know, that's total chaos. Not only is it irregular clothing, but then the people like me, you know, Thoraxians that shop that uh, you know we're not exactly the most uh, conscientious shoppers or the neatest because uh, if you have a regular body or an irregular budget, you know you're just kind of You know, say, "Okay, I'm looking for that one piece of regular clothing that's finally gonna give me self-esteem if I just dig deep enough here, you know, it'll make me forget all about my irregular body." In the fact, I have a friggin' thorax instead of a, like you know. If, if it wasn't if if my thorax was matched up with the rest of my body, I'd be like my brother Ted. He's like a six four fireman who like looks like he goes logging in his spare time. Uh, you know, a good kind of lo- like you know, he'd be coming back with pancakes and Babe the Blue Ox and you know a bunch of logs on his shoulder. Uh, but anyway, I guess I got issues just like the rest. And the thing is, at bedtime, this can crop up for a lot of people. For me, it does. And it's just that, you know, you just start, you know, you could be pining. I don't know what the difference between pining and opining is. I think opining is like stating your opinion. So we'd be more pining. But as you pine, then another part of your brain is going to start to opine. And then, you know, and it just starts to pick at you, and you start thinking about it, and you say, I don't want to think about uh, closing, clothes shopping with my mother. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want to rehash those memories. I'm trying to go to bed. Or I don't want to think about blah, blah, blah. I just want to get some sleep, please. And I'm the one, I come in, and obviously, whatever your brain is listening to, I, I probably got a couple parts of its attention, and they're like, this guy. I say you're so much. I I saw you were in bad shape till I started. You started listening to this podcast. This guy, I mean, he does this podcast three times a week, and he, he releases it, and it's true. You can hear in his voice. It's part of. It's true. He actually believes he has a thorax. I mean, I'm not even an embodied. I'm just a disembodied brain function. You know, I'm just a few synapses firing, and I know uh, that's nonsense. And I say you're correct. You are all correct. I'm just here to bandy about for your entertainment Uh, but the best part is you can tune out whenever you want you can do drift off you can let me you know you can lower the volume and you could slowly drift away because you say well i you know thorax isn't the worst word in the english language you know and you know you could say "lorex," and i could say other words if i could think of them that rhyme with it or It could go back to the irregular clothing well, or it could just kind of finish up and say, you know, it's different. I I want to help you fall asleep. This is the kind of experiment I've been doing for about 340-something episodes. Uh, It seems to work for some people. It's well-intentioned. I just kind of want to be your odd little friend, uh, chattering on and on. But my feelings aren't bothered at all. In fact, I'm I'm buoyed in some sense uh, by the fact you fall asleep while I chatter away. And it's my honor to be here and do so. I can't tell you how grateful I am to be able to do this podcast and put all you wonderful people to sleep. Uh, you know, a man, who, who would have thought it? I guess that would be the first lines of the thoracic podcast. I guess it would be my thoracic podcast if it was like another autobiography. And I forgot what the first line was that I just said four seconds ago. Who would have known a boy with a thorax could be so dull and so happy at the same time. Thorax, thoracic podcaster, and shelves in 2080 or something. Sorry, I, 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 it's almost like I'm cracking myself up with pity for part of myself or something. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. You can hear it in my voice. I'm so glad you're here. And I really I hope I yearn. I desire to help you fall asleep. So, so thanks for, so much for stopping by. All right, Housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. Uh, you can come on the website. You can email me, feedback, sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson who edited this episode and did the music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. Uh, we've got a Facebook group over at com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank uh, Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Julie C., Lydel, uh Alexandra and Laura, who are moderators over there at com slash nods. And you can just go there and make friends with other listeners, talk about sleep stuff, uh, you know, goof around. There's a lot of positive goofing around there. That I say when I get a chance. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep with Me, the podcast. It's here uh, to put you to sleep. We do it with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to take your mind off of whatever's been keeping you up. I'm going to try to distract you from that by creating a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is. Whether it's your your thinking, your body, your emotions, uh, whatever it is, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night and I'm going to try to distract you from whatever that is. I Amy mean, use long, soothing tones, pointless meanders, personal stories from a life... The one, you know, person that you say, well, I, I really don't envy him, and I not quite pity him. But, you know, some way I said, not envy, not pity. You say, yeah, bro, I'm in the mediocre range of, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I stir mediocrity. I don't stir even... Actually, I stir... One time I was working somewhere... And they said you really stir mediocrity and I said mediocritily And then they said Oh your pronunciation is not mediocre, it's terrible. And I said well, I get back to the stirring then sir keep keep it what I'm good at, right? And then they said at least you're a volunteer and then they went and I was So I f you know I found my place in the world. But actually, I'm not mediocre at uh, long, soothing tones or pointless. It's just my stories. You know, if your your reaction to them will be like, eh, yeah, well, so. And they do this a lot, but you say you wake up tomorrow if you have a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is, you say, honey, what was, Sco- was- Do you remember when Scooter was talking about his childhood last night? and uh. uh Okay, keep going. Not yet. It doesn't ring a bell. Well, I thought he was talking about when he was a kid. Mm, I don't know, dear. Dear, dear. I love you. Uh, and there's a pro, pro-am pro tip from Scooter. If you're ever in that situation, just say that, you know, if any partners are listening and are awake. And even if, you, if you're the partner that you say, well, I don't know about this Scooter or whatever, I'm here to help you too. So you just say, "Hey, honey, scooters, not so bad. Even and you can go out. You can throw shade on me when you get to work or dislike me. That's my job. Believe it or not, uh, we're all in this bedtime thing together. And you know, if you're the the pa- partner that's uh, that that tolerates scoots because of you know, I'm a or stirrer stir, and uh, whatever you, whatever word you would sub in for pronouncer, I get it. I get. I can get on anybody's nerves." Uh, But bro-am tip, just be like, oh, that scooter, you know, even if you're really, you could just grind the back of your teeth, believe me, I've been doing that for so long, I forget what I I even was doing it about, but, so, okay, so just in case you're here, let's set it up, what's this podcast, it's a podcast to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you awake, to put you to sleep, Uh, why do I do it, I kind of enjoy it, I've had insomnia, I can remember... Uh, how terribly painful and lonely it was to be there with almost no hope of falling asleep. So I do this podcast in one, the hope I could distract you and and help you fall asleep. Uh, Two, in case you don't, I'll be here for the next 45 minutes giving it my all so that I can kind of keep you company here in the deep dark night and at least take your mind off stuff, be a little bit silly uh, you know, instead of thinking about not being ill sleeper, how do you sleep or any that stuff, again, I'll keep distracting you. I mean, just picture me trying to stir a bowl of stuff and wrap your mind around the stuff that – <laughs> and try to wrap your mind around the fact that I'm mediocre at that. And that's the truth, you know. And I usually even – I think in that same story, they said, that's not even, why are you using that to stir – and he said, "It'll get the job done, won't it?" And they said, "Yeah, but you're here all day. We were hoping to have you do." It. I say, "Okay, but you know, let me. Can I get back to stirring? Because if if you're talking to me, I can't stir at the same time." And they said, "Actually, you can." And then they said, "Well, maybe you can. Okay, get back to stirring." So you know that is probably maybe and, and, you know say that's that's what I do. part reason three, I kind I'm happen to be good at this. And you might say, this is is this paradoxical? I happen to be excellent at being mediocre. Uh, and, I, and I strive, and I'm not joking. I don't know if it's a laser-like focus. More like a laser light show focus. Yeah, Scooter, he doesn't have a laser fo- He's got a laser light show focus. Uh, and they say, well, that's not a reference I'm familiar with. And they say, well, it doesn't, you know, you'll figure it out. Um... Uh, but so I, I, you know, I really put my put my charge for excellency into this mediocre attempt to take your to take your mind off of stuff, but not totally engage it. And then all this happens to be in my mind a lot because I happen to be in this position where I'm having to pitch the podcast to people that might not necessarily listen to it, and I can't think of anything that is more uh, non conducive to sleep than pitching or elevator pitches in particular, especially for people prone to overthinking. And then when you do something that, in, in a non that's obscenely strange, I think you could classify this podcast depending on how you define obscene, you'd say, yeah, I guess your podcast is obscenely strange, depending on how you would define obscene. You know, as long as we can put that in parentheses or in a footnote or just a star. Obscenely strange, depending on how you define obscenely strange uh, or inability to get to a point without adding on something strange afterwards that kind of rolls you know rolls into a nonsense you know it wasn't a non sequitur or a nonsense. it was to reinforce the point that you know the, the obscenely strange people could take it nice just mean you know what I mean well, kind of also prone to have conversations with himself in the middle of a conversation, not good at pitches or pitching. And even if you're an excellent pitcher or a salesperson or base you know p- you actually are a pitcher, welcome well, welcome Spring for training's probably coming up so I can see why you, you need this show uh, at bedtime it doesn't seem like those pitches work we say here's my pitch brain and body and emotion I, I'm gonna go to sleep and they say, okay, give it to me, give me an elevator pitch, make it shorter. And you say, shorter than that, I'm going to sleep. Well, no, no, we got a, can you work in uh, everything? You know, we got a lot of stuff that doesn't address all the problems, and we see some holes in your argument. And you say, "What? Are, I'm exhausted, I want to go to sleep. Oh, no, 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 you need to rehearse this, Is t- What about all the other pitches you haven't pitched? Uh, and when you, you know, when you try to pitch this podcast to people, down, well, let's say you're new here, you, you probably, if you've been here for the last eight minutes, you probably got an idea, okay. It's a little bit different. I'll feel... You could feel it out. I, I usually suggest listening two or three times before you give it up. They say it's like a... Now, depending on where I'm pitching, you say, well, it was a, it's a bedtime for story for grown-ups. Okay, like on Cinemax or on the Internet? Okay, neither. It's like a bedtime story for kids, for grown-ups. Okay, with cosplay or no... Is is there going to be whispering in? Are you going to be scraping crayons with your finger? No, 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 not like that either. Okay, it's kind of like a guided meditation. Okay, is there going to be those gong bowls? And do you use chakras or energy centers? No, not like that either. Okay, it's a bedtime podcast to put grown-ups just, just to sleep. Uh, using glowing, soothing tones. Boy, Okay, and then they say, this is my floor. And then the next person gets on. I say, hey, i make a podcast to put you to sleep. uh, And then they get off. I say, okay, so that didn't work. And I say, well, it's a podcast to put you to sleep. And I guess you can't do this in a pitch meeting. You say, do you have trouble sleeping? Uh, I guess you could go, I would go, do you have trouble falling asleep? And if they say no, I'd be like, okay, well, do you like silly stuff at bedtime? Maybe to unwind? No, I dislike silly things. Okay, no problem. Next. Uh do you have trouble falling asleep? Yes I do. Okay, do you you know, do you ever do you wish you had something kinda of like a bedtime story you used to get as a kid, but with kind of a goofy friend? They kinda of say, Well that yeah, this and, and the kind of friend they come over and they would just tell you a story till you fall asleep and they kinda of sit there and they don't bug you or get on your nerves and and it's a little bit fun and it's, it's friendly. In soft and it just carries you off in a dreamland would you like that and, and they say well how weird and i would say uh, just kind of medi- mediocre mediocre side of weird and they say okay i don't understand what that means but i'm willing to test it and i say perfect you're sold and i say, oh wait by the way podcast is free too so i don't really gotta see so you just did listen to it so that's my pitch, I guess, which I guess I'm still, I said, how do you distill that? And I went down and I said, you know, what was one of these shops? It was a, they said, one, do you sell iron and, and they said, yes. And they said, but it's very expensive. And I said, two, could you, can I use your cauldron to distill a podcast pitch? And they said, well, tell us it first. And I said, well, do you have trouble sleeping? They said, yeah, well, of course we do. We we're, we're, we cackle all day long. What do you think we're cackling about? It's not the good things we're doing. And I say, are you sure? Because you, you two, you two. I said, isn't there's supposed to be three of you stirring this? And I said, actually, could, you, could I show you? I said, I've been having a lot of critics and internal criticism about my pot stirring. They say I really don't do a good, I'm a mediocre pot stirrer. And then they, that's how I put those three to sleep. Or actually, there's only two of them. I'm not sure. I think the third one was out buying, uh, I think Dragon's Bane? And I said, how much does that get? I said, maybe I could get a career in, uh, foraging for, for, you know, stuff that would go in a cauldron. Or maybe doing foraging tours for that. You know, because no one knows what Dragon's Bane or Eye of Newt looks like. Or I don't know. I'd have to think of the other ones. Those seem like the two most popular. Uh, yeah, I you do that, that'll be my, my side job if I can't pitch this podcast. Ah, uh, But that's the pitch. Uh, here I am. I'm going to tell you a little lulling, soothing tale, pointless meanders. My voice is on the creaky side of dulcet, but uh, I'm going to talk soft. I'm going to talk slow. I'm going to talk nonsense. And it's just to help you out and put you to sleep. So I'm glad you're here. I really hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. And thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. On the website, you can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. On Twitter, at dear Scooter, or on Facebook are great, great places to interact. I want to thank Chris posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits some of the shows and does our music. Uh, but that's not a hint about the Mystery bird. Uh, I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lie, Ly, Julie C., Rachel L., to the G., Jennifer B., and Laura over at uh, over at our Facebook group, com slash nods. I want to thank all our patrons. Well, let's get on to the show. Hey, are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome... This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, thinking about stuff, worrying about stuff, planning stuff, uh, something going on with you physically or some, some, something you're going through, uh, noise, uh, sound asleep, a sound of sleep, a snoring partner, whatever it is, I'm going to try to d- take your mind off of that, distract you. And so I'm going to do send my voice across the deep dark night here, and I'm going to just uh, I'm gonna use low soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, wings of pointlessness. I guess wings of pointlessness and pointless meanders Maybe I'll, well, maybe we'll meander on the wings of pointlessness. But the idea behind the podcast is that you can't think about two things at once. Uh, And, you know, that, that, and I'm not sure, I'm not scientifically sure if that's true. I'm pretty sure I can think about, I can, I can definitely worry about more than one thing at once. Uh, But I guess it's to take your attention off that and say, hey, I'm going to do this silly little podcast here and give you a little bit of an alternative to focus on. Uh, but you know it, it'll be like a faux focus, faux uh, focus, a faux focus. Well, wow, that is a nice part faux focus. You okay, have to think of a show that should be the name of a show, but okay, <laughs> I guess it would be a, sh- a fake show. Hey, welcome, well, faux welcome to faux focus. This is uh, Scoots here. And I'm changing up the uh, intro to be a focus on a faux focus. know, that's, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Uh, but I find that amusing and it's just nice. Faux focus. If you get, you know, if the podcast doesn't work for you, just say that if you faux focus. Or instead of like tomorrow, uh, when someone cuts you off, just say faux focus. And they'll sit, you know, under your breath. And maybe they'll bring you I don't know what it'll do for you. It, I think it relaxes me. faux focus. maybe not. Maybe it detaches me a little bit, but uh I don't even know now I've rambled so much else, I don't even know how I got into this faux focus. Uh, but you can concentrate on me, but, but, but don't hold the concentration like uh, I offer an alternative droning uh, to whatever your mind, your body or your feelings are telling you. It'll be kind of amusing. I'll be doing my best to make it decent. And, and, uh, I mean, believe it or not, you know, I'm, I'm working at this, but, but it, I guess when I put my mind to work, uh, this is the result. Uh, and what can I say? It puts people to sleep. Let's keep doing it. Uh, so you just lie back. I'm going to try to, I, I'm actually a lot more. I mean, I, I don't like to brag on this podcast, but about once a year I brag. And that once a year time is when, now they only do this in Australia currently, uh, but the brain, brain bots—that's uh, the, the part of your brain that chatters on—they vote for the entertainer, of the year, brain bot entertainer of the year. And you know, I, I don't know if you know who the brain bot entertainer of the year 2016 and 2015 is, uh, but but I think you do uh, because it's me. I mean, what can I say? Brain bot entertainer of the year. Uh, you know, they but, but, it's, so I, I try to entertain those brain parts of you, uh, or what I call brain bots. Maybe they're your pain bots, or maybe they're your snore bots, or your noisy neighbor bots or whatever it is. Now, if you're new here, I guess I'll try to orient you before I lose you, which if you, if you're not going to like the podcast, they probably already lost you. I, ideally, if you're, you're on the fence and skeptical, I like to give you applause and not faux, faux applause, real applause. Because why wouldn't you be skeptical about something like this? And with every passing sentence, you should—you you may become more and more skeptical of what I'm doing here. And it's simple, but but at some point, even your skepticism will get bored, and you say, "Well, geez, uh, he hasn't talked about his uh, vitamin program yet, or his tapes that he sells separately." Or whatever. So maybe, and ideally, you'll fall asleep. Even your skeptical side will fall asleep. Uh, but this podcast is odd. It's for people. It's an alternative to guided meditation or ASMR or, no, you know, noises. Because, you know, that doesn't work for it. But it doesn't work for me. And I guess, like, you know, if, if you're a little bit like me, a little bit gray inside... Unfortunately, it's not. I don't have We've talked about this. I don't have a lot of gray matter, but inside me, I've got a little bit of gray in there. Or a traditionalist might say a little blue. You know, sometimes the more positive stuff about climbing the slopes of a mountain, you know, and the joy of eternal discovery, you know, that triggers a sleepless night You're thinking about that. You know, well, why haven't I made that? Tr-? You know, it triggers so. This podcast is for people that say, well, you know, I don't know about that. I need something a little stranger, uh, less goal-oriented. Because this podcast, the goal is to distract you uh, so that you stop listening, I guess. Because the alternative is like uh, audiobooks or podcasts. And those can work. You get a lot of lovely voices, voice actors or podcasters with beautiful voices. You know, not as creaky as mine, but, you know... Uh, Soothing, but then you say, Well, geez, I mean, I I look greatly up to Roman Mars, so I use Mr. Mars as an example. Plus, I love to say, Mr. Mars, especially when I'm repeatedly blocking him in checkout lines at grocery stores. They say, Mr. Mars, did you get the uh, manuscript I sent by? Uh, And then a few times it says, I don't know who you're talking about, you know, I'm Mr. Jones. So I gotta get, I gotta study the headshot a little bit more of uh, the one I have, but you know, Roman Mars has this beautiful buttery voice. But who wants to, you know, you don't want to hurt Roman Mars. He's giving you, you know, tw- twenty minutes of a uh, intriguing story about design. You know, opening your eyes up to something undiscovered about the world or that, a new appreciation. I even heard him use use the word didactic, and I said, wow, that is, it makes me like him even more. But so you don't want to, you know. I think a lot of people have expressed you don't want to let Roman Mars down, right? So I'm your alternative. You, you fall asleep, you don't let me down. You make me happy, and just to set up, why would someone do this? Now I was someone that had a terrible time sleeping as a child, and for some reason that's one of those I guess they call it a formative memory. Like I can access those memories lying there at night, and I'll never forget them. And I don't blame anybody for that. Just and, and but. I can immediately put myself back there at the moment where you just wonder if you're ever going to fall asleep. And then, you know, just so I like to use the word rigmarole because that's really what it feels like. And I'll never forget that. And I tend to be an overthinker nowadays, too, and overworrier, you know, over you know, all that stuff. So if you're in that situation, this podcast can help you out there. But believe me, it would be more than an honor for me. Uh, so that's one level. The second level is uh, 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 this is a podcast is a bit of work, but it's also fun, kind of, uh, you know, when I can get over my self-criticism and stuff. And I get to tell silly stories and kind of see how they go and explore them and uh, help people fall asleep. So so what an unbelievable opportunity I have here. And it's an opportunity for you to, you know, I'll be here telling a story you can just do, do it, not off into dreamland, uh, so that's how podcast works. You just kick back, you listen. Ideally, all the other parts that are cramming for your attention, they'll be like, "Oh, eh, this guy, you know." And they say, "If we could listen for a little while, it's not too bad." Yeah. So, and they say, "Hey, come, come on, come a little closer, brain bats, come a little closer. You know, all all, all the parts. Of you come on in, roll in. You know, I, I'm gonna tell you, let your human sit back there." And you all keep a close eye on me because I tend to be a total screw up. So I want, you want, do, do you brainbots know how to raise your hands quietly? Oh wow, all your hands are up. And now can you put your hands back in your lap? Okay, I gotta tell, I gotta tell you. See, that's how I won brainbot. Watch this. Hey brainbot, who do you think should be brainbot entertainer of the year 2017? Oh look at that, all those hands went up. That's so nice. Great job. Uh, which of you think that other countries, like United States, should have BrainBot in entertain- Oh, wow. Wow. Excuse me. Why isn't your hand up? Oh, because you wanted to wait to put both hands up. Great job. So, see, you're in good hands, or, or you're in uh, moderately, uh, you're in good oven mitts. I guess I wouldn't say I use hands when I do a because You're in reasonably comfortable oven mitts here, and that's if you're sleeping you know, you probably don't want to be, what could be 100% new, new design, you'll be cradled in my oven mitts, you know, with pillowy softness, so thanks for coming by, Uh, this is the podcast, and I really hope uh, I can help you fall asleep, all right, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com, older episodes are there, on our website. You can comment there. You can email me feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. You can uh, get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. I want to thank Chris Posty who edits our shows and does some of the music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I to, we have a Facebook group over, group over at sleepwithmeepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Rachel L. to the G, to Y, Julie C., Jennifer B., And that's it. Let's keep going.